We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 435, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is a Thursday afternoon, and I will tell you that I am incredibly disappointed, incredibly disappointed in Stacey Davenport, the Chesterfield County Commonwealth's attorney. It'll be interesting to see if she actually does show up tomorrow morning to uh, chat with John. I find this very interesting on a number of levels, by the way. Uh, This story was really developing while John was out of the country. And Ryan and I have been going back and forth. Ryan's got the texts and the the phone calls and all the rest of this. And Stacey Davenport is, oh, I just, uh, you know, it's it's a busy time. Let me tell you something. What we offered to Stacey Davenport was any time that worked for her. You've heard me make this offer before. I've made it for a handful of people over the years. This is a huge story. Everything that I have read and heard says there's something not quite right about what's going on down there in that CA's office with this case. She was offered the opportunity repeatedly to pick a day, pick a time, and whatever was available would be hers and in fact we would make it available thus far she has chosen simply to say oh i'm i'm not available well i understand you might be busy everybody's got a busy life but when your integrity is under scrutiny when you are taking shots at the police chief, and and by extension, the detectives of the Chesterfield County Police Department Special Victims Unit, I'm sorry. You better find a couple of minutes in your day and answer a question or two, but she has decided not to do that. So I will be waiting. I really will. It'll be very interesting to see if she shows up tomorrow uh, to chat with John. And I would ask John, ask John to ask her, hey, How come you'd never have any time for Jeff, who's been asking about this long before I returned to the country? Just a question. All right. Now, the Richmond City Sheriff, Dr. Antoinette Irving, is doing a, a, I don't want to use a nasty phrase, but she's not doing a very good job running the Richmond City Jail. And I don't know how many people care about it. I care about it. Three inmate deaths in the last 90 days. Reva Trammell. Longtime member of the Richmond City Council. She cares. 
and uh, she uh, wants to take some steps. I'm happy to say that she is joining us. Reva, thank you for being here. Thank you, Jeff, for having me here this, today, this afternoon. Thank you yes. so much. Oh, the, listen, the pleasure is always mine. I always enjoy chatting with you. Uh, give me your view of what's going on at the uh, the city jail and what's going on with the city sheriff right now. It's crazy over there. Um, when you when I'm getting these phone calls from um, the inmates' mothers and fathers crying on the phone, begging me to please help them, help their their children that's locked up or the adult children that's locked up in the city jail. Um, they're being beaten. They're being um, not given medical attention. Um, just, I mean, it's running, and they're telling me it's running crazy over there. There is no leadership over there. The deputies are afraid. The inmates are afraid. And that's a huge problem, Reva. When, you know, you're hearing from some of the family members of inmates, I'm hearing from the deputies, and I know you're you're a friend to law enforcement, so I know you're hearing from them as well. The deputies saying things like, as soon as I find another job, I'm out of here. Other deputies saying, I don't care if I have another job. I'm quitting yesterday because this this agency has no leadership from the top on down. Well, you got that right. And you know what gets me, Jeff? When you got a sheriff that gets on TV, tries to put the blame on me, a council person, uh, and others, why don't she take the blame? She says she's got 30 years of experience in doing this job. Really, sheriff? Then what the hell are you doing? Because you're not doing your job. When you got inmates that fear for their lives, um, you got deputies that fear for their lives. And I and I'm not making these stories up. I have pictures. I have proof of everything that I'm telling you, Jeff. When you got a deputy that gets beat half to death, and then tells me, no, the sheriff has not been there or reached out to her, and others that are telling me the same thing. When I have inmates' mothers calling me. I have a, a, a one of the inmates' mothers been calling me since December the 8th. She's 82 years old, crying on the phone, mm. crying. I mean crying, begging me to please, please help her son because he's going to lose his feet. I have oh. others calling me, telling me that, they're, that their loved ones have been stabbed in that jail. Right. They're scared. They, they can't eat their food or they don't get the food because other inmates take it away from them and threaten them that if they tell, they won't tell another story. That's right. That's right. So what is she doing? What is this sheriff doing? And yes, I've been over there. Yes, I took a letter to Secretary of Public Safety, Bob Moser. I begged him to help me, help them, help them. I'm not allowed to go in that jail, and that's what people fail to understand, that I can go in there, tell her what to do. I cannot. Neither can the mayor, neither can other council members. She is the sheriff. Been doing this 30 years. <laughs> that's what she keeps telling us. Years. Uh, Reva, let me ask you, and I remind everybody, Reva Trammell is joining us, a member of the Richmond City Council. You you talked about the uh, the sheriff, uh, Sheriff Irving, going on TV and other places, knocking you and other members of the city council. What exactly has she been saying about you and the other council members? Well, she's offered me to come over there. Really? You think I would go over there right now with with everything going on in that jail? I mean, I wouldn't go over there and list the Secretary of Public Safety, Bob Moser, went over there. Not our Richmond police officer. You take those state troopers in there and bring the news media in there. And let's go to the fifth tier. Let's go there. Let's go there. Explain to everybody. I used to work in that jail. I used to work there, Jeff. And you know what? She got a jail that's worth $147 million to build the jail. Mm -hmm. And when I worked over there, we had a a hole in the wall that we worked in. Not her. 
And I heard it's been destroyed. And let's not forget, she gets $43 million a budget from the city. What's she doing with all the money? And who in the hell would want to come there and work for her under these conditions? And, and she says, oh, I've lost this many deputies. Yeah, because of you. You're the sheriff, not me. Talk about that budget. And I have no faith in her. I have no faith in her, Jeff. No, I don't. Zero. I, I think there are a lot of people in your situation, Reva, but you talk about the budget, $43 million to run the Richmond City Sheriff's Office. Is it possible for the for the city council or somebody else to say, hey, we're not giving you any more money until you figure out what the hell's going on over there? Well, that's definitely going to be a discussion because I am second. I am the chairperson of public safety. That's definitely going to be a discussion. Now, I understand, Reva, because I had Mm -hmm. uh, Tony Pham on yesterday. Uh, Tony used to work for Sheriff Woody, and and he, like you, pointed out what a a beautiful brand-new facility this was Mm -hmm. when Sheriff Irving took it over. And it was was state-of-the-art. It was world-class. Now, let's be honest. You and I were not looking to book a weekend at the Richmond City lockup, but as, as far as jails go, it was new. It had equipment and material and everything else that worked properly. And as she came in, and by all accounts, it's filthy in there. You mm-hmm. talk about the uh, the health care, an inmate that might lose uh, one or both of their feet. Isn't she required to have medical care? She does have it. I she think does. she has. She's supposed to have it. So what? what is going on in there? How yeah. come? And you know what, Jeff? You know what gets me when people say they're just inmates? You know what? They're love, they're, they have loved ones, too. And, yes, maybe they made a mistake. But when you got somebody in there, uh, and I'm not talking about the ones that did murders and stuff like that. I'm talking about the ones that's maybe in there for, you know, the less evil of the crime. But yet they're, they're not getting any attention. They're not getting um, – they're not getting – it's like – Get over there. We don't care about you. And and then the inmates are controlling the other inmates. And then the inmates, the bad ones, are controlling the deputies. And I don't blame them for quitting. I don't blame them for calling in sick. They're scared for their life. Yep. Yep. That's that's a great point. Uh, I, I sit here as an ex-cop, and uh, I got to tell you something, Reva. Uh, I look at the folks who are who are inmates there, and just like you, I, I mean, I, I I was in the process of locking them up at one point, but but I got to tell you, they're still human beings, and there is an obligation mm-hmm. if you are the sheriff, if you are a deputy sheriff, uh, you run a jail, whatever it is, you have a custodial obligation to take care of them and treat them as human beings, and I just don't think she's getting it done over there. Well, it's bad when I'm in a grocery store and the, and. The loved one's parents are coming up to me saying, please help my my son get out of that jail. Please, Reva, he's going to die in that jail. He went in there to do his time, but he is going to die in that jail. Get him out of there. I say, sir, I can't do it. I I don't have any power. She can have me locked up for trespassing on her on the property. Wow. They don't they don't know how that's how that. How can you say that? I said, because I'm telling you the truth. She has so, more power than the police chief, more power than the mayor, more power than us. That's right. That's but right. the General Assembly, where are they at? Where are those members at? Well, that's my question, Reva. Now, I, I think if I understand correctly, like you said you took a, uh, a letter of some sort over to the public safety secretary, Bob Mosier. Yes, I did. And what, what, what are you calling on him to do? He read the letter, and he read the other email that was attached to the letter and said he was, he was going to um, forward this to where it needed to go. 
Okay. And All I right. have faith in him, but like maybe his hands are tied too. And like you said, she is the sheriff. Yeah. She's the sheriff. She don't put the blame on everybody else. Take the blame and, and also come out and admit you can't do your job anymore. It's yeah. too out of control. And it, it is, is. It is out of it's control. Out of control. No well, Reva, I'm going to ask you to keep us updated. As you say, you're the chair of the Public Safety Committee on the Richmond City Council. So I want to know what you hear back, and uh, we'll get you back very, very soon. That's Reva Trammell. She's a longtime member of the Richmond City Council. And uh, Reva, I'm happy to say, has been a, a guest on this program many, many times. There are a lot of us who are concerned about that Richmond City jail. A lot of questions about the Richmond City Sheriff. And I should tell you, I don't, I don't have any... I don't know, no skin in the game, as they say, right? I don't live in the city. I have met Sheriff Irving twice. Twice. And she was quite delightful. We had, a, we had wonderful conversations each and every time. But I am appalled by what I'm hearing about the conditions. Some in the civilian world say, well, it's conditions, it's inmates, who cares if they're living in a, in a bad way? Well, because you have deputy sheriffs who are in that facility for 8, 10, 12 hours or more now because they're so understaffed in the city. you got guys working, what, 16-hour shifts? You have to care about this. Even if it's just saying, well, those are human beings, we should probably treat human beings like human beings. It would appear to me that Sheriff Irving just cannot get the job done down there. And people are suffering, deputy sheriffs as well as inmates. Now, we have a uh, board. Tony Pham gave me the name of it yesterday, and I, I'm not even going to attempt. But it's a, it's a state board that regulates regional and local jails. They ought to be looking at this. I don't know if there is a way to come in and say, hey, the city sheriff just isn't getting the job done. That I don't know. She's an elected official. But my God, something has to be done. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.